Alright, this is Zach with the Mary Walkers, and you're listening to the Local Earshot Podcast. Zach! Woo-wee! <laughs> We got the whole band in with us today. Mary Walkers from Oklahoma City or south of the city? Where you guys uh, claim? Oh, I think Norman. Norman? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, we got uh, Zach has already told me, don't even bother with the last name. So <laughs> he's the guitar player. We got Matt on bass and River on drums. Uh, also got Jonathan Grissom with More Bands Media in with us today. How y'all doing today? Great. Good. Really well. Thanks for having us. So... How long have you guys been around, and uh, how have things been through this cold COVID thing? Uh, where'd you guys uh, get going? We and that's a that's a stretch of a story, but as Mary Walkers, we've been around I feel like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, did y'all years? come together off of the breakup of other bands and just sort of orbited around each other and yeah, came together. Kind of, we've been mm-hmm. friends since high school, mm-hmm. uh, and we kind of started a a little band in a barn. Back in like oh six, <laughs> yeah, little, little barn band, mm-hmm. cool between the pigs and the cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, kind of rotated in and out some bands, and then found this one. It's clicked. Mm-hmm. Three piece. This is this is the whole band. This is it, man. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm I have a band out in California. I'm <clears throat> just I love the guys. They're called Them Evils, and it's mm, I yeah. saw them. Uh, you know, oh most definitely. Oh, yeah. love those guys. Yeah. And uh, I seen him open up for a band called Pop Evil. Mm-hmm. And when we went to the show, my wife loves that band. So we went. And I didn't even know there was another band on the bill. I just seen there's a lot of evil. Just evil, evil, evil. Everything's <laughs> fucking evil. But man, they got up there and killed it. I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. So I started talking to them after the gig. And it's kind of reignited my love of the three-piece. Yeah. You know, yeah. I never was a huge Rush fan. I yeah. know. Shoot me. <laughs> but ZZ Top, I... Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, jam, dude. man. And yeah, so it's like I always had that man. If if three guys can get up there and knock it out, that's my that's my world. Yeah, so the, the core core elements. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool, man. So like, um, did you guys just like notice each other other bands? Say, yeah, I bet we could jam, or did it just be like, you know what, fuck all these other guys. I think we could do it better. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we're still like really good friends with uh, everybody else that we've been in bands with. It's just kind of. Well, we're not doing anything. Let's mm-hmm. fucking jam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we have we all had chemistry together before, so that's mm-hmm. you know real easy, mm-hmm. real easy to just pick up and go. Cool. So you guys, a couple of years, so y'all started kind of right as COVID really started to take hold. Uh, how's yeah. that been? Uh, we definitely lost a handful of shows and you know 20 for sure like we had some shows booked uh, obviously like a lot of other folks around here we were looking forward to norman music festival yeah that was a cool thing we we're looking forward to that got mixed uh, so we're excited about that coming back um but post i mean we've not had trouble scheduling and performing shows and i mean the type of dates and nights that you'd appreciate fridays and saturdays you know yeah. like we're kind of over the random Tuesdays, you know, like we don't, we don't really fuck with that. Yeah. You know, like it's like, it's gotta be, I mean, these guys are fathers and husbands, you know, and 
Yeah, Tuesday night with yeah. uh, playing to the bar bartender and the other band is is rough. It's kind of like a rigid. <laughs> okay. Well, do you guys? Uh, was, we had a um, sign of lies on mm-hmm. previously, and 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 they were talking about kind of how you how they started. They've had the opportunity with shows coming back, like you're saying, and to the point that now they're having to kind of space them out because they don't want to overplay and Most then people get yeah. burned out on it. Is yeah. that kind of a strategy you guys are taking or is it just yes. because yeah. we have more just, and we're dads and we can't do it on yeah, the weekday? You, you want to be a little <laughs> bit uh, exclusive, you know, and you want to be a little choosy when it comes to, you know, how you put yourself out there. A lot of venues, they're like, man, we can't book you this close time proximity. <laughs> oh, wise. they'll even step in. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, like, it's nice... You know, on both ends, like everybody's kind of adopting that. You know, I thought that was a great idea when we tried that, and they're like, "No, you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that." Yeah, they, we got scheduled back to back nights at the Blue Note, and like it was like the week of before they realized uh, that we were doing that on a Thursday and a Friday night, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we can't fucking do that." <laughs> like, 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 why not? <laughs> I was like, "We were ready." You know? I mean, it, it, I understand from a business standpoint for sure. It's. Oh man, it's it's kind of a weird weird thing because it's like you just never know who's going to show up on a mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City on a weekday gig. Sometimes yeah. you'll pack the place, and then mm-hmm. other nights it's like you would think people should be here. It's a good mm-hmm. night, and mm-hmm. then nobody shows up. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I have heard from our guest is um, making that Tulsa Oklahoma City mm-hmm. jump back and forth is kind of critical. To mm-hmm. keeping the lights on because they say you know people in Tulsa actually has a scene like the culture. Yeah. They, they, you know, what are you doing on a Tuesday night? We're yeah. gonna go see live music, mm-hmm. and it's probably someone you never heard of, and mm-hmm. it's probably local. That's what they yeah. do, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what me and my wife had done for years. And Oklahoma City's it's it's starting to. I, I feel like there's a scene starting to pick up, yeah, but it's still hard to get people to want to come out of their house and totally and see a show or whatever but it seems like with Tulsa everything's just so condensed down Mm -hmm. in downtown like there's just so much going on whereas Oklahoma City is Norman you you go up to the city on the 23rd and it's just like man you split your your base of people that would go to shows where Tulsa's like it's all right all right there all right there (laughs) I wish we had something like that and it's in you're right it does seem like it's getting to be like that Mm -hmm. well I hope we see more of it man I mean it's just Hell, I'm I'm just as guilty of it. I have a job, a full time job. I work swings, and it's like my Shit. evenings is for the week is usually shot. Yeah, so most of I don't know. Sucks. Work sucks. Work sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, you guys are originally from Norman, Oklahoma, or did you guys grow up here? You move around. What, what what's the backstory on some of y'all? Zach, we'll start with you, buddy. All right, I was going to kick it to our spokesperson, River. Uh, over here. All right, we can do that. That's cool. I, I dig the, the Strokes t-shirt, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, grew up in Moore. Spent most of my life there. Still live there. Um, when did you start uh, playing the drums as a kid, or did you just kind of get into that as you got Yeah, older? I started... I would, uh, Once his hair got long enough, he started, <laughs> he started, he started That's the rule. That's shoulders. the rule. Yeah, right. So, uh, my... My cousins, they were always like into music. My older cousin Ryan, his band would, you know, practice at their house and stuff. And I'd, when they were done practicing, I'd go in and like mess around on the drums, and that's kind of how I got started. And then that's actually how I met these guys. Was my cousin Zach? Who's your main guy? Like, uh, like influence wise? Like, if you were to have to pick one, uh, definitely 
bottom. I mean, oh, yeah. obviously. That's where it started. Four on the floor. Yeah. There's, a, the there's a lot of bottom influence. Big kids playing like, just, sure. just thrashing, going at it. So Man, uh, makes it fun. Never yeah, have yeah. been a drummer, but uh, I'm definitely, I mean, a guitar player. I definitely get intoxicated by the beat sometimes. But John Bonham, especially on some of their more... Uh, acoustic sounding stuff it's pretty impressive what he does in between those oh, those fills yeah and, yeah like god damn you don't really appreciate it and the guy's been dead 40 years like mm-hmm. right? shit yeah. what else is there <laughs> <laughs> not much after him just so you know <laughs> that's cool man I, um so hooked up with the bass player the drums and bass tend to run together you know oh, yeah. the foundation so sure. what's uh what's your story when did you pick up the bass Man, uh, you know, junior high-ish, uh, my brother had this Jay Terser precision bass imitation just sitting in his closet, and I was like, hey, man, I like to listen to Sublime and Nirvana. I could probably tackle some of these bass lines, <laughs> you know? Like, it was just sitting there, and then, you know, I kind of coaxed him into letting me mess around with it. And then I was feeling pretty good about it, and I thought it was going to be my property. And he goes, $70. <laughs> I go, we live together, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, it's like my Christmas money or some shit. You know? <laughs> and like, so I paid my brother two fucking bedrooms over $70 to play this piece of shit Jay Terser <laughs> imitation <laughs> precision bass. Exactly. And that's where I started. And I just, I, so I started out on bass, guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a bass player. That's what you learned music in That's general? what I learned it on, man. Wow. Absolutely. I've always been a bass player. So, uh, yeah, and then obviously by the time we all kind of like hit high school, met these fools, uh, I was like, well, that guy's cool as fuck, <laughs> and he's got a sweet Stratocaster, like we should we should jam, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> I do have to admit, if I see anybody with uh, well taken care of dreads, they're usually a cool cat, mm-hmm. so I do have to, that's a good segue oh, into well, uh, thanks, man. introducing <laughs> uh, the guitar player, Zach, so... Uh, hey. <laughs> One guitar player to another, I have to, uh, uh, I, I started learning music on the saxophone. That oh, was my right first uh, introduction to music in general. But my first guitar ever, speaking of pieces of shit, mm-hmm. was a piece of shit uh, Sears, I believe. It was fifty nine ninety nine, and it had a speaker built into the Hell side yes. of the guitar. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, what were your uh, influences, and when did you get going? Man, my when I start playing guitar, yeah. So I, I would go over to my buddy's house and his older brother. You know, he had the cool older brother. He had uh, a little Squire Bronco bass. You know, I pick it up and learn <clears throat> Deep Purple, Seven Nation Army, and all that. So that Christmas, I really wanted a bass, and I also have an older brother. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a bass for Christmas," and he's like. No, I'm getting a bass for Christmas. I bet your older brother and your older brother hooked up and playing. <laughs> that we can get some money out of these fools. <laughs> so, but I originally wanted to play bass because that's what I dicked around on over at my buddy's house. And then when he told me he was going to get one, I was like, all right, well, fuck, I guess I'll play guitar. So I got a guitar, and that's been the story ever since. Yeah, thanks, Anthony. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks dude. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely still have an appreciation for, uh, for bass. Like, I still like dinking around on it and. Cool bass lines and all that. <laughs> Our friends in Perseus, uh, I've known Gomez since school forever, and, and uh, they were going through some rough times. And I don't know if they had uh, a recording time scheduled or a gig. I don't know what it was, but he's like, man, we're we're in pretty deep for a bass player. I said, well, send me the track. Maybe I can at least get you through the gig. 
And he started playing. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So there's definitely... Anybody out there that thinks that... uh, playing bass is just lazy for guitar players that they can just sit no, in on it. Yeah, not, not at all. That's a whole no, different not at all. Whole type different of game. composition, type of thinking yeah. about the song and it's how you fit in the pocket. It's yeah. totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what's the song? Let's play a song. What's the song? If uh, Just introducing the people around here to y'all, what would be the first song y'all would want them to hear? Oh, what would you choose? Mm, I don't know. Y'all show, man. We just we just provide the platform. I got you. Y'all show. Well, I, I'll say this: um, going on the whole bass guitar thing. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm really fucking into myself. So no, he's not. Let's let, let that be known. You mean a musician? I, no, I, I fucking love me some me. Uh, I'm like, I get a little bit more me. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite things about the three piece is it's like the bass guitar gets heard. Well, know? everybody and gets to kind of have their own spotlight. That's most yeah. definitely yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, soul emotion, I would too. say if we could if we could do soul emotion, that's soul kinda, emotion. Let's yeah. rock it, man. We'll talk about how it came together afterwards. Thank you. 
So what was that one called? Soul Motion. Soul Motion. All right. Uh, where where did the uh, spark for the? I like that. It's kind of a slower jam, or not slow jam, but it was a slower tempo. Most definitely, yeah. Definitely got to let the song breathe a little bit. Yeah, I like that, yeah, especially yeah. at the end. A very good way to. I love that song. So. Mm-hmm. It's usually one that we kind of close the set with, uh, just to kind of give people a little funky break. But you know, it picks up towards the end, and it's get, got it's got a good like uh, ramp up toward mm-hmm. the end. Good, yeah, good climax. So where the where the spark for that one come from? Yeah, I think I was just kind of tooling around on the bass guitar in the bedroom one time, and uh, I've always kind of been a fan of um, bass lines that, that, you know, they're just almost super straightforward, but there's just like one little, you know, rest, or like you, you emit a note from making it just super continuous and mm-hmm. super like punk rock, you know, just straightforward. Uh, so I was trying to put like a little break in it, and I came with this bass line, and there's just a three chord progression. I just kept repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. I probably played it ten thousand times. And then these guys come over, and I go, "Hey, man, we're, we're gonna play this song." You know, <laughs> and of course, Zach does his magic on top of it, and Rivers like a fucking metronome. You know, it's, so. it is it's alarming, really, what the difference is from a bass line, mm-hmm. just a walking bass line, mm-hmm. to putting just a kick and snare over the mm-hmm. top of it. Just it fills the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing I Locks try in. to stress to my son he's starting to get into music and and any anybody that's like learning the difference in being a bedroom jam versus really trying to find the mix and how everything yeah. fits in the pocket yeah. mm-hmm. and with three piece is i don't know is that harder or easier i guess it depends on the on the venue on the size of the room and all kinds of shit but i think even though we had uh even though we played together before there'd been a little break we kind of like learn our band's language where mm-hmm. we could like alright these are the cues that we know that we're going to go into a different part mm-hmm. we just had to kind of relearn how to play with each other um, like you said like a bedroom musician like yeah I'm fucking good I'm shredding blah 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 and you go <laughs> play with uh, somebody else and you're like this sounds like shit yeah. <laughs> I gotta play off what he's playing also what they're playing you know it's it's, it's a whole different game well and it's it's like any other kind of conversation or even a dance or anything you do interacting it's like you do play off of the other person mm-hmm. and when the mm-hmm. other person it's sometimes it's funny to even see it in a big professional touring band someone will fuck up on stage yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might not hear it I hear it because, yeah. I mean I'm listening for it but most people don't but you'll notice when the the players in the band do too because they'll all look over at them. yeah <laughs> you know, side, like, oh sorry we we uh we try not to yeah, do that to. Yeah. I, I have my tells like i'll smile really big I'm like oh, yeah. there it is <laughs> like that. oh, yeah. that's what you go to a concert for that's that little extra you know i don't want to go to a concert and make it sound like a cd got turned on i can yeah. do that in the car you yeah. know uh, yeah you want to feel people's you know energy and emotion yeah you don't want it to be a, a re- recording yeah you know yeah, but I do hate fucking up. Oh, so. for sure. uh, yeah. Zach and I <laughs> developed hilarious. this really sweet move where uh, we inadvertently smash headstocks. At oh yeah, one, <laughs> one point because uh, like we're nice know, we're, wooden we're, kiss. It's rock music. We're trying to have a good time with it. And I'm like in my zone. I look up and bam, there that motherfucker is yeah. right there. <laughs> slam, came over, and vice versa. I'll do the same thing to him. He's like, oh, there you are. Man. There we go. At least you didn't uh, slam heads or yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. head stock. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blood yeah. on the blood yeah. on the risers, I, I, I man. Think we're saving that one for uh, 2022. Yeah, that's <laughs> build that one next month. Next month. <laughs> cool, man. Shit. Well, let's hear another one. Let's do one more. I want to do another one. I like another one. Let's do another one. Uh, let's do uh, let's do dead leaves. Yeah. Dead leaves. Yeah. Yeah.
Man, I'm inexperienced now. Back in the day, I used to be used to be often, but yeah, I took them up pretty quick. Once I I I uh, said I'm pretty much done with corporate America. I I don't know if I had a breakdown or what. I just said fuck it. It's good enough for me. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I started on the medical train, and then I had a couple of. Uh, very very heavy DMT trips, mm-hmm. and now I don't drink anymore. I don't know. I think it broke my Re- brain. Right, mm-hmm. that's, that mm-hmm. sounds like it broke it all. <laughs> well, it would have been so much more special if I was actually trying to quit. <laughs> Since I was, it sounds kind of conceited. It's like you have people that are like legit have hard time trying to let go liquor or whatever drug pills with me too a big problem years ago, but it's like. And it's it's so weird, man. And I guess I knew to some degree that could happen because you hear about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I had a conversation with some people at work who are, you know, they're not musicians or anything. It's kind of, they're normal people. Fucking squares. No, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking about weed. And then I, I was saying, like, hey, you guys ever had mushrooms? And they're like, I don't want to get addicted to mushrooms. Like, you won't get addicted no. to mushrooms. No. That's a self-limiting substance there. Try mushrooms once. You won't want to do it for like six months. That's straight out of Dewey Cox. DMT was, man. DMT is such an intense experience. It's like the fear behind the whole, oh, people are going to get hooked and strung out on DMT. Oh, no. Oh, no. It takes you so far out that by the time you come back, you're like, I'm good. Yeah, I loved it. It was right. crazy, intense, and life changing. But I'm good for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. reality's okay. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Whoa. yeah. Stay here for a little bit. Oh, cow. Be nice to remember how to tie my shoelaces. <laughs> well, I think that's why pot makes people less violent. Ultimately, is totally. most of the time they can't even find their fucking shoes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just gonna sit down. That's why I don't have laces on too. half my shoes. You know, or it's like like when you walk in a room and you're like, "What the fuck did I come in here for?" It's like yeah. that. If you're stoned and you're reading something, it pisses you off. You're like, "Ah, oh yeah." Wait, what? Well, what was the name of that song again? I'm sorry. That was. That one. Dead leaves. Dead yeah, leaves. All right. So you get me talking about psychedelics. I get all excited. Hey, man, we talk about psychedelics. I love it. I love We've all done them. Changed, changed my life. Mm-hmm. But uh, so where did the inspiration for that one come from? That was, like I said, that was uh, definitely had more of a um, kind of a tremolo uh, tone, 60s surf kind of uh, spooky vibe. Yeah. I I like uh, whenever I start writing a song, it's got to have like a like a good groove to me like i have to want to like it or i, I have to want to play it um so i'll start with like a groove i was like okay well this sounds kind of spooky and whenever i write a song it's never really a story song and i'm not just i'm just not talented enough to write an actual like all right this is a linear story so it's more uh nostalgic feeling so that song is like about me walking to school by myself in wintertime and just realizing that things change um and yeah, change is constant. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're when you're searching for lyrics, does um, um, I, was, I mean, in my own experience, uh, 
songwriting is definitely not a strong suit lyrically mm-hmm. um, but every now and then the words will just kind of pop in there so it, I'm curious like how is your process do the words come and then the melody on top or does the melody come first and um, then you work the words in it's a, and it kind of varies like sometimes I'll hear a cool phrase like I heard the phrase uh, she knows where the skeletons are buried because she buried them herself or something like that so like that'll stick with me for a little while so eventually like all right, so I'll write that down on my phone or on a notepad. Sometimes I'll have a melody, and then just kind of mime or whatever. What's what's the word? Uh, just gibberish word. Jib jam. Yeah, yeah. Jib jam. Yeah, scat some words over it, and then find something that fits or make things fit. So it really just kind of varies. Does anything ever like, I guess, come out in like just? boom there it is almost in like a poem form i know you said you don't really typically not linear but has anything ever happened like that where you had a subject and i'm going to write a song about this subject yeah um before my son was born a lot shoot he's almost nine now but i wrote a song called big mama's whip and that's like that's a linear song it's about a little boy who doesn't want to do what he's told and his mom's trying to wrangle him <laughs> it's like boy I'm going to whoop your ass <laughs> so that's definitely a linear song <laughs> pulled direct from live experience yeah, yeah. <laughs> just foreshadowing my own life yeah. that's cool man I mean it's it's surprising to hear that, that most or if all your recordings have been done in, in like a home studio situation that sounds really good oh, thank you um you guys engineer and produce yourself, or do you have a, a guy come in and help you with that, the engineering? Yeah. Oh, man. Zach will all the recording and everything, and then he's got a guy that he'll send out to do the mastering. Yeah. But other than that, it's he, he's our guy. He's I, I our ace in the hole. Yeah. Like a wizard over it. here. Mm-hmm. Recording is my second love after guitar. Mm-hmm. Man. I, I'm a tone hound, but as far as sitting behind a board, I... I thought that would be something I would have loved until I actually got in a studio and I realized it's at that point in time, Pro, Pro Tools and the digital rigs were, I wouldn't say infancy, but mm-hmm. beginning. I mean, mm-hmm. they're still very new. And I was like, oh, it's nothing like what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Even because I did analog, uh, digital analog tape recording in college uh-huh. as a class and we learned to splice tape mm-hmm. and do all that oh, old yeah. shit. You don't do that no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> but. A uh, funny thing, a lot of bands are going back to doing it mm-hmm. that way because of the, I guess there's just a warmth to the tone that comes out. Yeah. On that's how that that song Soul Motion it was for Steve's um, Iron and Oxide series. Yeah, straight rhythm to, studio here, straight to Norman. tape. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Tag them, man. I didn't even know such a place existed. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of it? Uh, Breathing Rhythm Studio. Yeah, these guys, uh, they were in a band prior a handful of years ago, and Zach recorded a couple albums that they put out, and Dwellers was real to real. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, I mean, they actually... Yeah, it happened. We, uh, we drove to um, Ohio on a weekend, because we, uh, we found this tape machine that was supposedly owned by Joe Walsh. Uh, in Ohio, and it was like it was this eight track tape machine with a eight track mixer and then a two track mastering deck, and it was like three thousand dollars. So me and former buddies drove to Ohio, didn't sleep at all, <laughs> then went to Pennsylvania. We contemplated going to Chicago because this is a weekend that Lollapalooza was uh, that Black Sabbath was headlining Lollapalooza, ah. 
Like, let's just fucking jump the fence, man. They can't catch us all. <laughs> but you we, say that, no, you can outrun your friends. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the plan. I'm the one with the keys to yeah. the truck, so. <laughs> but that that didn't pan out. Although it would have been great. Um, then we went to Pennsylvania, down through West Virginia, and made it back in like Sunday afternoon. And it was just a fucking marathon. But anyway, got that tape machine. Um, recorded at our buddy John's house, and yeah, it's it it turned out well. I, I like working with tape. It's it's just something about it, man. It it smells good. It sounds good. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as um, um, man, I haven't worked on tape since that college class. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know Slash when he does his solo stuff. He likes to do the old school mm-hmm. analog. And I'm, I mean, it really does make a difference mm-hmm. in the final product, mm-hmm. if you ask yeah. me. Even if you listen to it on a CD, it's yeah. supposed mm-hmm. to be all crisp. Yeah. But, I, you know, those those old analog ways of doing it, they're still popular with people for a reason. You yeah. Know what I mean, mm-hmm. it's more difficult. It's a lot more difficult, especially when you're talking miking up a drums, you know, yeah. for a studio situation. Yeah. That can be incredibly complicated sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, especially when you can't. There's no screen to look at. It's like, where are we? (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck up on three. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I thought it was funny, too, just doing the mastering. And when, When we was in class, you'd have like three or four people at this big board. And it's a one pass. You have to make your edits. Yeah. You have a list. You make your edits as oh, the song gosh. is playing. And I'm like, oh, one fuck up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So it's it's definitely a dance, and it, it, it's pretty cool when it all comes together. Yeah. But, uh, man, tape. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I will say, as much as I love it, I I probably wouldn't work with it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's it's. The, Unless somebody else was doing. It. The final mm-hmm. product is is usually people say it's worth it, but man, mm-hmm. when you're when you're dealing with all the headaches and you got eight tracks to work with, it's it can be yeah. irritating to say yeah. the least. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, what's the plan going forward from here, guys? Um, I know you guys got a tour lined up in the spring, or well, no tour. We're, we're um we played our last show this year on the 10th at Pony Boy and then now we're pretty much going to be writing we're going to be hibernating we're going to be hibernating mm-hmm. for winter um, but we're going to be writing and recording our second album mm-hmm. uh, I think this time around we're going to try and really focus on making sure everything sounds like mm-hmm. we want it to sound and mm-hmm. like the songs like we, we got to be happy we got to be 100% happy we're not just going to be like alright this one's done mm-hmm. let's kick it out mm-hmm. it's like, now we're going to listen to it and then hate it <laughs> like, all right, that one isn't as good as we thought. Let's redo it, move some things around. Has, um, well, becoming a band, uh, like, during the COVID thing and then everything on the on the back end of that, has that uh, changed how you approach marketing or, or releasing an album? Um, it's I've, I've noticed a lot of different bands, um, like uh, Jordan um, with Them Evils, was on with us too and and he told us it's changed how they release as far as the old school way was a band we we write some songs we go in the studio record the songs we put out this album and then we toured on the back end of that to Mm -hmm. basically pay back the record company and then whatever Mm -hmm. but uh now a lot of bands are going just the single route Mm -hmm. we'll release a single this month Mm -hmm. next month another and then we'll tour whenever that's 
allowed, yeah. which it's coming mm-hmm. back now. So how is that, has that changed how y'all approach releasing music or the structure of marketing? I didn't mean to ramble on there. I'm no, sorry. No, um, <laughs> I, man, one of the things I really didn't realize about playing music was how much business and strategy there is yes. into like, like release schedules and show schedules and networking and all this other bullshit. Pouring like, man, yourself out. Yeah. Selling yourself. Like getting on stage and fucking shucking and jiving. Like, please like me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if you're whoring yourself out, the night will end with an orgasm. At least a few times. Nothing really happened in a band. <laughs> yeah. It can. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it yeah. does. Yeah. There'll be some, uh, <laughs> some, some pretty perturbed wives. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a fact. I got a, I got a an interesting one I want to dive into really quickly. Let's go. Um, I don't know what had occurred. We uh, played a uh, gig at the deli uh, down here in Norman, uh, and uh, we got done. And there's this this older gentleman that approaches and this is one of my favorite <laughs> stories. Approaches oh, Zach, and uh, he's like, "Hey, you know, you guys like can't like rock the entire time, you know? Like he's kind of trying to school us, you know? Like we're fucking these little punks or whatever." You know, most of our songs are pretty loud and up tempo, sure. But he's he's and Zach kind of like shrugged him off. He's like, yeah, whatever. And I guess that that didn't settle well with that dude because he gets on fucking Facebook. He's like, Mary Walkers, more like Mary Wankers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it wasn't just that he said we should uh, we shouldn't rock so hard. He's like, hey, you know what you guys should do. You should play the Pixies. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, boy. hey, all right, hey, River, you have a cigarette? And they kind of walk away. <laughs> and I pissed the dude off. I think the guy thought he Hollywooded him a little bit. Well, he's ain't no Hollywood anybody, but I think well, he's just a prick. Uh, well, how, how do you approach anybody yeah, with like, that <laughs> that type of tone? Let me right. tell you what you should do. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty programmed with a motive for uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that comes hey, uh, to me hey, with sir, that. the jukebox is over there. You can fuck off. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Play our music. Yeah. Yeah. Update your TouchTunes account, dick. It's like, <laughs> if I need someone to tell me what I should already know, I'll talk to my wife. <laughs> I already, yeah, have, exactly. I already yeah. have that person in my yeah. life. Thank yeah. you very much, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, a lot of times whenever you do stuff like that, I mean, that's like few and far in between, but it does definitely sticks out and you remember it. It's hilarious, you know? Yeah. It's absolutely funny. Uh, but, you know, feedback mostly is pretty positive. Uh, I think kind of having somewhat of kind of a classy, rocky kind of vibe and, and sound uh, resonates with older folks. Yeah. You know, I've had to uh, look at look at older gentlemen and uh, be like, hey, do you go get your fucking wife, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm go get your girl, bud. <laughs> That's going to end poorly for the both of us. So. Well, and to, to that, I mean, the whole just shows, show to show and the, the carnival of people you run into mm-hmm. at some of these gigs is, it's it's funny, and then you throw booze on top of it, and you oh, get one yeah, of those yeah. situations oh, yeah. where oh, yeah. things get weird really quickly. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Well, all right, man. Uh, you want to play a couple more tunes? Just some more tunes. Which one? Oh, River, you can pick one. Oh, Come on, man. You've been awful quiet over there for a drummer. I know, right? Oh, man, that's the loudest <laughs> motherfucker in the band. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Do you know any of the names of the songs? No. <laughs> 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 Let's play drums, man. Oh, shit. 
What about uh, uh, another plane? Yeah, another plane. Yeah, another plane. Yeah, another plane. Yeah, how about that? Let's do that. That's what he was searching for. idea for that one come from guys um yeah uh it's i have this weird kick 
um, at work, you know, I just blast jams all day long, like just all day long. And uh, I was like listening to a lot of like craft work and Gary Newman and like Devo. Yeah, see, I you definitely know? hear Devo in there. Yeah. Electronic sounding yeah, stuff. I just went into that late 70s, early 80s fucking dork rock. <laughs> like just got real dorky with it. Uh, you know, you can't cock rock all the time. So, uh, and, I, and again, I was just kind of sitting at home and I was like, I want something that kind of it's it's succinct, you know. It's a lot of our, what we do is kind of straightforward, and we appreciate that, you know. Like yeah. we're not going to blow any people's minds with our compositions or anything like that. We like to rock, man. Like give yeah. us a fucking riff and let's get to you know get to cooking. So I uh, just kind of I was in that headspace, put it together, uh, put a little melody on top of it. Um, you know, most of my uh, uh, song themes, if you will, uh, definitely revolve around women. So that's always, you know, a thing that occurs. That's Zach, rock and roll, man. Exactly. He, he, he paints beautiful pictures, you know, you know, all this beautiful imagery and all these things. And I'm like, fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming out. Hey. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's just a nice, uh, it's, you know, it's a nice little, little song. Um, it's cool. It's got a different feel to it's it. It's got a real. Uh, very uh, staccato feel. Yeah. On, on the beat. Very on the beat. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and I know he has a really fun time playing it. Uh, you know, he's like really glued into the rhythm, which, which comes in handy. Because whenever you're playing and singing simultaneously, it's easy to get off. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, like it's yeah. real easy to fall off. So, I mean, that guy's a, like I say, he's like a fucking metronome, man. So. Yeah. You never have to worry about River. River's like... Oh yeah, he's fucking keeping us together. Very good communication. <laughs> the guy just—he gets it. He knows what to do. It's I'll awesome. Try, try. It's I, funny too. Like we'll get together for practice or something, and Zach, you know, like we like to jump around on different instruments and just dick around, you know. But like Zach and I, like pop behind the kit, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. There's a reason why we're <laughs> yeah. outside this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. like, like, it's like, dude, if something happened to River, we'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like nah, it's, we had a good run, fellas. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> That's one thing that is, um, it's 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 strange, but it's funny too. It's yeah, anybody can play that riff, but man, there's just everybody sounds a little bit different. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's look at ACDC. They played the same three chords for forty, fifty years, oh, yeah. but for they do it right. Like mm-hmm. yeah. nobody else can get up there and hammer out those same three chords mm-hmm. and attract listeners like that. You right. know? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Absolutely, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm I'm glad you guys came in. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we see some three pieces rocking, yeah. man. I'm I'm kind of excited to see that. Yeah. Maybe we'll see another another scene, another movement, and maybe we can help uh, usher that in. Yeah. So, yeah. guys, yeah. thank you so much for being in. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Take us out, bud. All right. Well, this is episode 42 of the Local Earshot Podcast. Uh, we like to thank everybody for listening uh, over the last year. We are coming up on a year in February. Uh, if you feel that you've uh, gotten value from uh, what we do here and over the last year, and if you you know get new listeners, lot, um, heard a lot of new music, uh, we've recorded a lot of new bands inside there, did a lot of live feeds and everything. Um, then uh, you know just think about donating. Uh, it's part of our three tenets: uh, time, talent, and treasure. 
so every time that anybody listens to the episode, you're taking your time to give to us. And so we try to give back in value to you. Uh, and then uh, and then if you go over to our Facebook page, you can like our page. Uh, any, any of our links can be found on our website, thelocalearshot.com. Uh, and, um, and then as for talent, you know, we, we have the Mary Walkers in here to, uh, today showing us their talent, you know, showing uh, us their music and everything. So if you if you like them, go, go find them on, on uh, Spotify or any of the social medias and search them out. Look up their shows. Go, go support local music. Uh, and then uh, Treasure is our, our third tenant. And so if you want to donate, you can go over to our, our website, localearshot.com, and there'll be a link on there that says donate. Uh, we take Cash App, we take uh, Vitmo, and we also take crypto. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Mary Walkers, right. thank you for being in. Hey, Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. See you guys. It's a ton of fun. Yeah.